Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Joe <clears throat> loves singing. I really do, actually. I don't really sing much apart from when the mics are on. But then, you know, I don't neither, even... neither does Adele. How do you know that? Can't hear her, so <laughs> she might not be singing. Even Adele sings in the woods and no one is there to hear. Is it a concert? <laughs> I don't know, but when I was doing stand-up, I had a few gigs like that. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas for movies as we like, submitted by you, submitted by me, submitted by John, but only one of them can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be worn as a concept costume on a red carpet by Lady Gaga. I'm Joel, a man who puts the monk in homunculus, and across from me is John Harris, a man who had his first sexual experience during an episode of Bodger and Badger. It's all that mash. (laughs) All that mashing? Yeah. Yeah. That makes you feel violently ill. Um, John, here we are, me and you. Yeah. In a room. Here we are. Should we pitch some film ideas? Yes, please. Tom uh, has come with this one. He hasn't come. He's like, Hello, Tom. Tom just Sit down, leave. mate. Come on. Bean Girls. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so shit. <laughs> I thought of one the other day that was sequels to Mean Girls. It was Mode Girls and Median Girls. <laughs> and I thought that was too shit. And it's ten times better than Bean Girls. <laughs> what, what How's it spelled? <laughs> Like Mr. Bean. Right. What, say his daughters? (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Bean's clumsy daughter goes to a high school in the US. Nice, nice. So, And she's, because this is the way comedy works. I imagine she gets into some hijinks. (laughs) Uh, She's she's played by Rowan Atkinson. Uh, He's versatile, he can do it. (laughs) He's, yeah. And it's basically the entire plot to Mean Girls, but the lead character... More slapstick. Can't really (laughs) There's a lot more slapstick. There's a lot more slapstick. Um... They were pink on Wednesday, Tuesday, a day of the week. Yeah, pink day. Uh, pink day. Do they listen to pink on pink day? They Absolutely. Never... Yeah, yeah. Only pink food. Ugh, what's that? Marshmallows. Marshmallows. And those biscuits. One of the flavors of Angel Delight. Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I wonder what the flavor could be. That pinkish dessert flavour well as I said before Joel I think in the first episode I have only had Angel Delight 
because you periscoped me eating yeah and lots of people in Colombia watched it <laughs> which is absolutely imagine how big you are in Bogota I've always said we should take the show to Bogota <laughs> yeah, yeah the first live show the first live dream factory <laughs> in Bogota so you're not happy with being girls. I was really no, happy with being girls. I quite girls. like it. I do quite like it. I think the visual of, of uh, Rowan Atkinson in a high school is fun. Yeah, yeah. And there can be some fun scenes where, I don't know. No, there's going to be some fun scenes, are there? <laughs> There'll probably be some I'm jokes sold now. as well, I'm actually. sold now. I, there could be some fun scenes where Rowan Atkinson plays two characters, Bean and... Uh, Parents' evening kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the headmaster. They've gone to America because oh, no. he's a nightmare. the headmaster. How do you get that school? job? How did he get... How The situations <laughs> Mr Bean lands himself in. He's working in an art gallery. That goes to pot. And all of a sudden, quick career change. The Bean movie where he is the uh, artist. Mm-hmm. And he's an artist. He's not, well, he tries. He tries, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Is your favourite film of all time. <laughs> no, Johnny English. It's Johnny English, isn't it? Of the of the Rowan Atkinson cinematic oeuvre, it's uh, that scene in Love Actually where he raps a thing. Mm. The verse from Express Yourself. Is that way he raps? I can't remember. I always forget. It's either that or gangster, gangster. Don't worry. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality. And that's a message for everyone at home. Yeah. It makes... It ma- don't don't drill into it. Don't drill into what that might mean. He was living in correctional facilities, but not anymore. No. What's he up to now? I think he's doing something with the best of his abilities. Oh, really? To the best of his to abilities. Best, yeah, which is admirable. <laughs> it's really admirable. The, the, the least ask of people is that they do something to the best of their yeah. abilities. So in that respect, you've got to give him respect. No, the scene in that film that, re- that sticks with me is the bit where he humps a hand dryer to get his trousers dry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's more of a universal thing than anyone cares to admit, and I'm sure other people have done that in their what, life. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I've never done that, and I thought about an instant within the last week where I've had to do something quite similar to that. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's it was water, stuff. it's definitely... Oh, yeah, yeah. Is so, that what you say when people walk in? Yeah, yeah. It's water! <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still pissing. <laughs> It was water. It was water, yeah. <laughs> Hours ago. All right, what about this one from Scott? The hateful BB-8. Oh, that just makes me feel sad. Like, I've already seen that guy. It was in The Last Shadow. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. When, when we got this one, I was thinking, I hated that prick. That, that evil BB-8 yeah. had no nothing to do with the movie, but I fucking hated it so much. The <laughs> five seconds it was on screen, didn't you? No. The little evil BB-8. I just thought it was funny. It was so. It was oh, so. I hated it. I really hated it. It was such a comical, like evil, like twin that I thought yeah, he yeah. was going to have a mustache <laughs> or something. I would have absolutely. That, I would. Have, I would have been on board for that. <laughs> yeah, I would have been all over that because it was like beep beep boop. It's BB8, and yeah. he was like boop 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 because he's obviously <laughs> yeah. an evil version. Evil, he does the evil, evil version, boops. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, honestly, I'm not sure where the hateful BB8 goes. So no, thank you. Yeah, good effort. Good effort. How about this one from Martin? The Black and Pink Panther. Wait, what? Why? Oh, wait, what? Hmm? You don't see what's happening there. No, sorry, Joe. Black Panther. The Pink Panther. Come on, mate. I'm clicking. That's as easy, that's as, easy as they get. All right. What's no, happened? Has something... Black Panther ended up um, in a Pink Panther caper? Or has the Pink Panther ended up in Africa? John, I'm going to whisper this because I feel embarrassed to admit it. But... I'm confused. Uh, Pink Panther's always confused me because there's like a literal. You find him attractive. There's a. <laughs> and that, yeah, no, I understand. I yeah, understand. after my Bodger and Badger phase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he, there's like a literally an animated Pink Panther, but then there, isn't there also like a detective? 
Yeah. What? What? What's confusing you there? Because so it's like there a were real the original life movies detective. from back in the day. Yeah. With all Wattis chops in them. Yeah. Oh. And recently played by Steve Martin in a film. Yeah. But then there's also like a animated show about an actual Pink Panther. Yeah. Well, why are they both? Why do they both exist? Are they Expand the same the franchise, thing? mate. <laughs> Get it out there. Get the push the Pink Panther word out there. So right, I, I, my thought is: could we have an animated sequence with two panthers, basically the pink one and the black one, as like it's a you're going Jungle Book on this, are you? You're throwing a, a sequ- third one to the mix. No, that's like that's not, in my opinion, that's like um, that's like your Disney Pixar animation short at the beginning. Okay. And then it's the detective and the superhero from Wakanda. I'm very excited for Black Panther. At time of recording, it's not out anywhere. I can't bloody wait. Everyone said it's the best thing that's ever happened, ever. Yeah, and they, they're all, they must be telling the truth. Yeah. Um, Unless they're, you know, under the employ of Marvel. Am I right, guys? Yeah? Yeah. DC. Little conspiracy theory for me. Yeah. We love DC. Uh, speaking of DC, would you like a movie pitch from me? Yes, please. Aqua Fresh Man. Oh, because we've had Aquaman, but it was one of the members from the group Aqua. Yeah, well, this guy <laughs> deals a lot a lot of toothpaste action. <laughs> right. So he's a dentist, right? <laughs> okay. He's a dentist. He works in uh, what I call a dental surgery. And yeah. he performs what I call dental procedures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what does everyone else call them? <laughs> I don't know, mate. I, I just know what I call them. <laughs> and, uh, and one day... Uh, his dental, dental surgery is you know, a pretty successful one. He gets sent some experimental new um, toothpaste. And he thinks to himself, well, I'm not going to just try this out on one of the kids with braces that comes in. No, fair. You know, it's experimental. And yeah. It's like a warning sign. It's like, you know, we're testing this product out. So Can he tries it himself. One of the ingredients should be like gamma or something. There's always radiation yeah, yeah, involved, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, so it's like glowing as it comes <laughs> out of the tube. Next thing you know, mate, he's riding around like the silver surfer on a wave of toothpaste. Yeah. This is my question. Oh, because I, I, I was only thinking about Aquafresh as a mouthwash, but its its primary product is a toothpaste. It's primary the the tricolour toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the French national flag of toothpaste. Is he like Aquaman? He can swim really good, but only through toothpaste. There's a, then, there can, hey, look, take it wherever you want to take it. Can he just fire toothpaste webs out of his arms? Like, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, what's uh, who, what's his enemy? Is what yeah. you're thinking, isn't it? Yeah, Black Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, Black is like a mysterious anonymous style organisation yeah that are somehow convincing kids to not brush their teeth because yeah. they're claiming it's some sort of conspiracy theory and what's in toothpaste is actually brainwashing people yeah. that's their conspiracy theory it's not true toothpaste is great keep brushing your teeth yeah so Plaque is this anonymous style organisation that he has to take down and um, and there's some puns there's some great puns oh, we're not going to no, say no, no, no. yeah because we don't want to spoil them <laughs> Um, but uh, at the end of the movie, and yeah. I encourage everyone listening to stay for the end credit scene. Yeah, you find out who sent the toothpaste, and it's like Toothpick Fury from the uh, the Avengers. <laughs> and is so is this Avengers? Is it all about bodily hygiene? Yeah, this sounds like something that they try and make you watch at secondary school <laughs> in PSE, doesn't it? Yeah, being healthy is cool. It's yeah. like Broccoli Man, <laughs> Iron Man, fine. Yeah, Literally, fine. you know, just eat enough spinach. <laughs> One of the villains is Athlete's Foot. Oh, yeah. Gotta get rid of him. But don't be scared of Athlete's Foot. That's somehow they have to, they'll get that message. Don't be worried about Athlete's Foot, but get rid of it. Get, just keep your feet clean. Yeah. Yeah, so you having that, Aquafresh Man? I'm on board. And a, and a wider sort of bodily hygiene cinematic universe? I am very much on board with Aquafresh Man. 
Um, Ellen has got in touch. Thanks, Ellen. Yeah. This is one of those ones, I say this a few times, where we'll get something in and it will just be two words and I'm not sure whether they've emailed the wrong person, but <laughs> I'm just hoping for the best. They've under so it's it's Ridley Scott, but they've underscored the word Ridley. So I assume we want some sort of film where a character called Ridley Scott. Mate, can I just take you back two minutes? Because I didn't mention this. And it's not because I've just thought of it. <laughs> Aquafresh Man is actually directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> there we go. Why would no it's, a, it's more two-faced based puns, Joe. But you're clearly crossing the corporate uh, lines. They're not owned by the same. I think you people. find that Wrigley don't produce toothpaste, mate. They're oh, primarily they're chewing gum. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> John's got his Wrigleys and his uh, GlaxoSmithKline's mixed up again. Probably they're probably all owned by GlaxoSmithKline. Let's be honest. You and I are owned by GlaxoSmithKline. Yeah. Um, Ridley Scott. So yeah. I'm imagining. Why, why is she underlined Ridley? Well, I'm imagining that it's he's like a question master. A bit like the Crystal Maze or something. He's Ridley Scott. That's what, what I do assume. You like, You're saying that like Ridley means something. Like Ridley Diddley. Like no, he like he he gives out riddles. Oh, Ridley Scott. Now I'm on board. It's fine. What? Give me an example of one of the riddles. Uh, so there was like a surgeon, and it comes, and the someone comes in, and they go, "I'm that person's mum," and then you have to say, "Why?" I know this one because the surgeon is a dog. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. But it and loves yeah. the kid like a father. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, the, the child is also a dog. A dog. <laughs> <laughs> and in this world I'm describing, everyone's a dog. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the answer to so many riddles. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, the answer to that riddle is it takes place in an alternate universe where that's physically possible. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I might use that. Next time someone asks you a riddle, just say that as your response. The what? The father's a dog? <laughs> no. no it, a, just, it's a dog. <laughs> no. Just, no. The riddle, um, how is it possible? Blah, blah, blah. And you go, because it takes place in an alternate universe where that's physically possible. And then just no mention of dogs or <laughs> you can mention dogs. Yeah, good. I just want to talk about dogs more. P.S. They're all dogs. They're, everyone's a dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ridley Scott, mostly like dog-based riddles. Yeah, is he a villain? I feel like he is. You're the not. Bad guy. You're not a good guy if you're giving out riddles. If you're a good guy, you're just dispensing information. Because like fantasy films have those kind of gatekeepers and stuff. Yeah, but we don't ever hear the backstory for them. I, I would. I would love to see them going home. <laughs> yeah. The wife getting more and more exasperated, or husband, at just the, you know, trying to get a straight answer out of them. Yeah. What did you want for dinner? Where were you last night? <laughs> well, at quarter past the hour, I was in fiddly tum. But was I there? Because yet whence I had eaten an apple at the stroke of midnight. Hmm. I just want to know where you go at night. <laughs> Why was there lipstick on your collar? Oh, well, was it lipstick? Or... You know, in the year 1992, there was a Frenchman who borrowed a cat from an attic and then travelled on a train to Mars. So, good night. Imagine him filling out his tax return. <laughs> no. Oh, we're we're going to examine this guy's backstory. It's mostly tax-based. <laughs> yeah. sort of ta- He's not a self-employed gatekeeper. <laughs> yes, he is. Is he? Well, he's a oh. freelance gatekeeper. <laughs> he's on a salary, mate. He's PAYE all day long. <laughs> he's never done a tax return, this guy. There's no way. <laughs> There's absolutely no chance. 
I like the idea of him like auditioning <laughs> to keep gates. <laughs> it's just a Stand over by that gate. <laughs> Ask a question. <laughs> What's well, blue and red and barely tread? <laughs> there is a spin-off to this podcast in which we uh, reenact job interviews for certain roles in films. <laughs> yes. So stay tuned for that. Ten parts are coming out in the spring. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, I've got a few others. I'm just going to run through a few and okay. we'll see see which one if any of them take your fancy Joel Phantom Thread but it's about a ghost sewing kit good very good very 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 good Lara Crofts <laughs> um, wow what in the universe where everyone's a dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you're fine I'm into that mate <laughs> yes please there's probably riddles in Lara Crofts yeah uh, and then The Inedibles good I feel like I feel like Phantom Thread took your fancy I enjoyed Phantom Fred. I also clearly enjoyed Lara Crofts. Let's go Lara Crofts. Yeah. So, yeah, alternate universe, everyone's a dog, Lara Croft. Because it makes sense. It's probably one of the most sought-after jobs in that world, digging up bones, surely. Yeah, absolutely. they love it. They're doing it for a hobby. They want to make it professional. Yeah. And they haven't found out, you know, you can be a archaeologist. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, Look, so it's Lara Croft and Indiana Bones. <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking for the bark of the covenant right <laughs> why isn't this already a kids film it's so good yeah little nazi dogs come on they're fun aren't they what's what's the most right-wing dog oh no you can't say german shepherd can yeah you? you can't say it so don't say it don't like don't even think it I, the only reason i've said it is to stop anyone else thinking or saying it but i mean the, the thing is i'm pretty sure hitler had one the German Shepherds, I tell you what, they've come through some... They've, they've come over... A, they're like Hugo Boss, really, when it comes to the Nazis, and they've, they've pushed through all that negative PR surrounding with their association. But he had... This is so on brand. He had a German Shepherd called Blondie. <laughs> I mean, come on. Kind of mad to see shit like that, isn't it? Like him being human. Is that like famous one? The dog, I mean. <laughs> it was evil, that dog. He was the head of everything. So, here's what it is. 
Lara Croft's Indiana Bones are on the lookout for the Bark of the Covenant, which is being, which has the bones of Blondie in it, which is why the new Nazi, alt-right Nazi dogs want it. Because they want to like, reincarnate, evil incarnate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because I was thinking, why would they be looking for... Because the actual Ark of the Covenant... Melts your face. Well, and also, like, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Whereas the bones of Hitler's dog aren't a yeah. good thing. Also... I, look, Joel, I don't want to pick holes in your logic. Oh, no, actually, no, it's fine. I was just thinking for a second there, if we're in a world where everyone was a dog, Hitler would have also been a dog. But you've already said that Blondie's behind it all. So. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Cover my tracks, don't you worry. Yeah. I had a lecturer at uni who was the spitting image of the guy who gets his face melted in Indiana Jones. And there were times during his lectures where he kind of wished his face would melt. <laughs> Make it more interesting, at least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this... You know, this is conspiracy stuff, but there's, like, reports of spontaneous combustion. Yeah. What would you actually do if you'd been in a lecture and your lecturer just combusted? Whee! <laughs> pub, 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 pub. It's different when you're a student, <laughs> isn't it? And, no, you also forget that I took magic as a degree, so I would have assumed it was some sort of, like, it was, a, like, a lesson. But most importantly, as a student, you have no moral compass. No. <laughs> Lecturer's five minutes late. Pub. Lecturer <laughs> spontaneously combust. Pub. Lecture is there. Pub. <laughs> I'm already in the... I'm not there. Guess where I am. Pub. Wish I had taken magic as a degree, by the way. You probably can do it, can't you? Yeah, some... Some bloody polytechnic. I technically went to a polytechnic. John, should we pitch our own individual ideas? Yes, please. I will go second. Oh, I'm going to go third. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, happens, what happens here. All right. Uh, right. Four-leaf Cloverfield. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking giant, giant leprechaun of Texas City. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dan. It's St. Patrick's Day. There's a load of revelers in the street. So at first, they think it's some sort of crazy stunt. Yeah, exactly. They think it's one of those inflatable things yeah. marching down the parade. But what's happened earlier in the film, like the preamble, is that they've done some sort of St. Patrick's Day uh, seance that's brought this giant Irish demon to life. They found the end of the rainbow. Yes, it's at the end of the... And they woke up. They they didn't find a pot of gold. They found, like, a graveyard. And they, you know, kicked one of the tombstones. They were frustrated they didn't find a pot of gold. And out from that tombstone rose a hundred-foot leprechaun. Right, firstly, leprechauns are famously small. And second... No one's ever seen this one before. He's about to rewrite the rules of what it means to be a leprechaun. It's actually quite inspirational. Yeah, and there's a funny bit where, like, some tourist is like, Hey... Aren't you supposed to be really small? And then, like, he just stamps on him. He goes, diddly dee! And then <laughs> kicks him over. It's been a very racist episode. <laughs> What's racist about that? That's, a, that's how they all speak. My girlfriend's Irish. That's exactly how she sounds. <laughs> Hello, dear Joel! Diddly dee! Diddly dee! Art, 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 art. Uh, That's what they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, agreed. Fact. I'm oh, sorry, it's not yeah. racist because it's all true. Exactly, mate. Um, That's just verbatim stuff. <laughs> He's also a ghost, which is a new element you've added to the Cloverfield uh, universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I wasn't convinced by the original film. <laughs> I, and also, he never really saw the beast that much. It could have been a leprechaun. So. <laughs> Do you know, in Cloverfield, they made the Statue of Liberty's head bigger because it's actually it's actually underwhelmingly small? Really? Mm. I've done similar things in Photoshop. <laughs> Your head is really small. Uh, my head's huge, actually. I've yeah. done the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know in, in Joel Groverfield, they actually had to make Joel's head a lot smaller? <laughs> Joel Groverfield? Why didn't I pitch Joel Groverfield? 
Right, you know what's coming? Oh, guys, I'm... God, ten quid, two can ever guess what my film pitch will be on next week's episode. <laughs> what happens at the end of Cloverfield? It goes back into the sea or something. He just stops about and he goes back into the sea. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah. It's the end of St. Patrick's Day. He has to go yeah, back to his tomb. And he won't come back until next St. Patrick's Day. It's like the purge. Yeah. They can't get rid of him now. And, then, and that's a great franchise. Every yeah. St. Patrick's Day we release another film. Yep. You thought it was safe to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. A leprechaun. Come on, let's have yours. So, our protagonist sends a funny video into television for 250 quid. Oh, lovely. It's, right. Lovely. What happens in the video? Just some slapstick. And what? Uh, uh, Mr. Bean, he's at high nice, school, nice. trips over. And um, so he sends it in. But unfortunately, it's incriminating evidence on there. He didn't notice something in the corner of the frame. Which means, that, and it's the some, the thing in the corner of the frame means that he's guilty of murder. Oh no, I see what you've done here. But, yep. he's been framed. <laughs> you've been framed the movie. I love it, I love it. Is it narrated the entire time by Harry Hill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're going to court now. <laughs> Stay tuned for this one. <laughs> and um, he's the bad guy. He frames Harry Hill's the bad Harry, guy. Harry Hill frames the main person. Oh man! I why, hope someone collars him. Why would someone? Why would Harry Hill? Maybe Harry Hill just committed a murder. Harry Kill. <laughs> I like it. He was sick of people telling him that he's got massive collar. He's like, yes, it's part of the character. Yeah, like, mate, your collar's massive. Yeah, and he he killed someone. He murdered someone with the collar. <laughs> we strangled them with his own collar somehow. Yeah, it reaches out. Around their neck, it's, it could sentient. It's a sentient collar. Oh. He's controlled by the collar. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Harry Hill's sentient collar murders someone, and then he manages because he's actually really good with video editing software. He is, yeah. <laughs> he manages to somehow make it look like when that video is being filmed, the Mister Bean slapstick was happening at the same killed time. Killed the person. Genius. He's a genius. <laughs> and, and so while the collar's napping. He sends it off. What, to do more murdering? No. So the collar's asleep at night and Harry Hill posts it off uh, to be like, save me. Oh, I like this. So Harry Hill's not the baddie. No, the collar His... is. The collar controls him. Oh, well, that's nice. So the big reveal isn't that the guy being framed works it out and sorts it out. It's that Harry finally overpowers his collar, runs it, into the court. You got it. You got it, mate. You got it. Bang on. And then he goes, you've been framed! And then yes. half the courtroom goes, <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's Harry Hill. Show yeah. you do, and he's naked except for a collar. <laughs> Wait, why? Pardon? Because the collar's evil. The collar couldn't be on him when he says you've been framed. Unless Fine, he goes, you've fully, been... All right, mate, he's fully naked if you insist. <laughs> he's naked apart from the collar. He runs into the court, goes, you've been framed, and then it starts strangling him. <laughs> <laughs> and all his clothes fall off. You're really obsessed with Harry Hill being naked. Yeah, it's about time I said it in a public forum. Right, I think that brings us to the end, John. What was your favourite film of the ones we we pitched? You had a good one early on, didn't you? Aquafresh Man? Yeah, Yeah, Aquafresh Man. And it's just a great message as well. Yeah. That's the most important thing, I think. Yeah. Clean your teeth, kids. If there's one thing you're going to take away from this podcast, it's to clean your teeth. Right, do it now. Anyway, we know it's the end, John, because there's a... At the studio door, and... Oh my word! 
It's a starkers, Harry Hill. <laughs> Apparently, he's coming in to do the voiceover for You've Been Framed, and he does every single one like this. I kind of regret sitting on this chair, to be honest. We never have pre- preambles. I like a preamble. Do you like a preamble? Yeah. I think preambles have gone too far. Hey, just before we get into this episode, I'm just going to promote Here's everything me. I've done. This. I'm me. Yeah. Head and to this is web- the real reason I do a podcast. Head to the web store and check out um, my new merch, your new merch. I was on eight other podcasts this week. Wouldn't believe what we did. We chatted for an hour and a half <laughs> with no theme. So I'm just going to put in that audio now. <laughs> I'm going to talk about everything you're going to hear in the next hour and a half. At length. <laughs> and then there's this great bit where we talk for 15 <laughs> minutes about a film we've both seen that no one listening seen. And that's one of the best bits. <clears throat> Even some of my favourite podcasts are, are guilty of a couple of those crimes. Mm. Which crimes are you guilty of? Are you asking the listener to confess to crimes? <laughs> I'd like, I would absolutely love that. And if, not, how can they not honestly confess to a crime? All right, start your tweet with, a friend of mine once. Yeah. And then tell us the crime Or just call 141999, so I don't know who did it. Yeah? I don't know if that's the same, if that counts. Is that still a thing, 141? <laughs> Is it still a thing? <laughs> Do you ever do any prank calling? <laughs> I haven't thought about 141 before a phone number in so long. I know. It's a retro cut for you, mate. 1471, you've been thinking about that recently? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there's like nowadays, like they've gone really technical with pranks, where you can you can get apps on your phone that make it look like other people are calling that person, which I think is really creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. It's really creepy. Yeah, whereas the harmless unknown number one four one is Just your innocent days. <laughs> is there a Mister Wall there? <laughs> Should we just say the beginning of prank calls? Do you know the Mister Wall one? No. Let's act out the prank call. All right. Okay. Bloop, bloop. Oh, it's an unknown number, but bloop, I'll still hazard bloop. to answer it. Hello? Uh, hello there, sir. How are you today? Fine, thank you. Um, Who is this? Never mind. It's just a quick... Uh, we're just calling up. It's actually uh, Greg from the council. We're just calling up. Just doing a, just a standard safety check, actually. Can I, can I speak to a Mr. Wall? Mr. Wall doesn't live here? There's no Mr. Wall there, sir. There's no Mr. Uh, Wall here. Uh, what about a Mrs. Wall? No Mrs. Wall either. Arrival of the children... There, the 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 children wall. Are they there? No. Are you saying, sir, that there are no walls at that house? There ah. are no walls in this house. Well, then, how the bloody hell did your ceiling stay up? <laughs> An innocent, fun <laughs> prank call. Nobody loses, do they? Nobody loses. It's quite fun. I like that. It's quite fun, isn't it? <laughs> do you know any other prank call? I don't know any proper old-fashioned prank calls. Just that is your fridge running. You better go and catch it then. Yeah, that's fun. That is fun. Yeah, because running can mean like like working, but it can also mean literally running. Uh, yeah, I got the joke. And the visual image of a fridge with, with legs little is legs. great. How, how were you imagining? Were you imagining like the milk carton in the video, music yeah, video was, yeah. for, uh, yeah. oh, what's it called? Coffee, Coffee and TV. TV. <laughs> yeah. Because at first I thought of like really long legs coming out and I thought that was too oh, I creepy. Like that, yeah. <laughs> no, I really don't like that. You were imagining it as though someone had been locked in a fridge. <laughs> And the only way, they, they found they couldn't open the door, but maybe they could kick their legs through and run away <laughs> yeah. from captivity. But in the process of kicking it out, some white paint got on them, so they, they look the same colour as the rest okay, of the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Unless you've got like, a of arms, fridge. A couple of arms outside as yeah. well. And they could open the freezer at the top so you can see their head. <laughs> Bring back innocent prank calls, I say. 
I'm trying to think of a fun way that we can get the listener. If the listener... Give out your mobile number. My no- mobile number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let them prank call you. Most of the time when I get a phone call, I ignore it. Yeah. That's mostly me, isn't it? Yeah. 07-527-211-652. That's not really your number. Yeah. Holy shit. What I'll do is... until We'll have that at the end of this episode <laughs> until... 2020? No, until the end of <laughs> February. All right. And then at which point I'll beep it out mm-hmm. and we'll keep this bit in. Yeah. But the people won't know the number. And in that me- meantime, you're allowed to call me to prank me, but it has to be harmless and fun. And if it's gone beyond February, just check out the Twitter account, John Harris's mobile number, where I'll be tweeting it every day for eternity. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener